Ready to go? All right. Hey, I'm Wade Bowen, and this is Wade's World. All right. I'm not running into it. Never mind. All that hoopla stuff. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Wade's World. This one I've been looking forward to for a long time. Uh, I'm so excited. Wade's World started uh, out of a, a necessity of trying to keep myself busy and in turn uh, keep everyone else busy. The one constant we found through all of the last year is everyone still wants, needs, and craves music in their lives no matter what's going on. So Wade's World was a way for us to provide that and do that and not only for everybody else but for ourselves individually. We had guests and we had such a great time doing it. So now here we are, season two, I guess is what we're calling it. Uh, so glad to have uh, so many guests and so many people come out to the house here. We're, we're here at my home in New Braunfels, Texas, and uh, here in my garage mahal. And it's all about music. I'm a fan of music first and foremost. I love music. I love listening. I love playing it. I love watching everybody else. And, and it, you know, even before the pandemic, we were so busy uh, playing shows that we never got to hear or see anybody else play and uh, rarely even got to song swap with anybody other than Randy for my in, in, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But um, this I, I really love the, the, the Wade's Worlds have been so much fun for me to be able to listen to other people's songs and hear their stories and uh, just experience something as a fan. That's, that's what's most important. And today, uh, I'm a huge fan of this guy. He's my uh, very special guest. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, legendary or iconic or I like iconic. That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, iconic's good. My good friend, <laughs> please welcome Mr. Ray Wiley Hubbard, everybody. Yay! Oh, oh thank you. What a nice we crowd. We have a big applause. <laughs> nice crowd. <laughs> yeah, man, thank you so much for being oh, here. I appreciate here. it. You uh, made the trip from Wimberley, where yeah. you where you live. I love your place out there. Yeah, we've uh, we've been there, I guess, twenty eight years, I think, at that same place, and. Uh, Oh, we lived in Poetry, Texas for a while, Judy and I, and then all of a sudden one morning she called me up and said, what would you do if I quit my job? She was working at a car dealership up there, and I said, well, I moved to Wimberley because I can write a song anywhere, you know. So we, she said, well, I'm quitting my job. So we found us a little place in Wimberley, and then we uh, uh, we found this abandoned log cabin. This uh, lady had lived there, and then she had gotten the owner family, moved her to Houston, and and her boyfriend came up, stripped the place. It had been abandoned for four years. and, there was, and uh, So anyway, we were driving around with this real estate agent. And uh, Judy, he said, what are you looking for? And I said, I want a log cabin. Judy said, I want a swimming pool. He said, well, this home's coming up for sale, but it's been, nobody's been up here. It's been stripped. So we pulled up there, and the pool was black. There were dead animals <laughs> in it. And uh, there were no doors. There was no kitchen, no anything. And, uh, I mean, it was just stripped, and walls were rotted out. But it was on five acres on top of this little hill. That overlooked the devil's backbone in Wimberley, and I said, "I love it." And Judy said, "I'm not living here," and uh, but somehow we uh, we got it and uh, started fixing it up. You know, I'd go out and do a jig and come back and have two hundred dollars, and we'd buy a door. Fix the door, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then we or we didn't we'd come back with a hundred dollars, I'd buy a faucet. But uh, it's home, you know, yeah. and it's uh, 
It's a beautiful place, man. Well, beautiful we, town. Wimberley's a beautiful town. It's, it's some good people there. Kevin Welch is my neighbor. Lives just down the street, and uh, you know, uh, it's just uh, it's, it's a great uh, yeah. It, it's home. Yeah, you know? yeah. So well, I enjoyed the drive over. Yeah, we appreciate you being there, man. It means a lot. I know that you uh, you're all vaccinated now, so you're, yeah. you're you're able to get out a little bit more. I I know the the last year has been. I'd love. I can't wait to hear some stories from it all. Uh, what you've been doing and all that, but. In traditional Wade's World fashion, we always, always allow the guests to kick us off with some music, oh, and then okay. we'll, we'll dive into some uh, amazing Ray Wiley stories, because I know there's a million of them. So. Well, yeah, uh, there's, there's, there's <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of them, uh, I don't <laughs> remember them, but I can't <laughs> deny them, you know, that's the problem I got, you know, that people come up and say, you remember that time ago? Yeah, well, not really. Well, let me do a, let me do a song that, uh, oh, uh, you know, I've been, uh, co-writing a lot and i haven't didn't didn't do a lot of that you know uh, for a long time but then uh you know and uh i got with you and we wrote a song which is going to be on the next record we'll talk about that but i wrote this one with uh with our buddy hayes carl nothing when she was a kid she danced with the dead at the pyramids I'm gonna holler I'm gonna scream gonna give me some mescaline and then I'm gonna rhyme that with gasoline the drunken poet's dream Shiner and axe cologne. She 
tells me not to worry about judgment day. He says, well, dying to get in heaven just ain't our way. I'm going to holler. I'm going to scream. I'm going to give me some mescaline. And then I'm going to rhyme that with gasoline. The drunken poet's dream. I know a woman that's wild as wrong She likes being naked and gazed upon uh, Thank you. This is the uh, virtual applause we have oh, to yeah. do nowadays. You I know? like that. <laughs> it's better, it's better than, than, than probably my normal shows, you know, so... Well, you know, the weird thing about that song is if you really think about it as an old cat, you can tell which lines I wrote, you know, because I had to explain to Hayes what mescaline was, and he had no idea that the Grateful Dead had ever played at the pyramids. And so, you know, you can kind of tell which lines I wrote. And, you know, when he wrote, I'll never pay back my student loan, that was pretty obviously his. But so it was, uh, but it, it, it was uh, fun to I do. I love it. Hayes. What a great guy. He's a good guy, man. I, he's, uh, I give, you know, I always drop him in the grease whenever I can, but I enjoy doing that. Yeah. You know? well, I brought, I, I busted out my harmonica, which yeah, I man. only have, I only have two songs that I play harmonica, and I said, I better play one of them because Ray's going to play harmonica. I better, I better make sure I get one. Show I just me want up. one. <laughs> you got to show me up. <laughs> That's all I, I want is one. Don't ask for any more. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, wait. There we go. Sorry, Kyle. Straight 
I'd been hanging on a cross, holes in both my hands. Yeah, and you were there too. But you couldn't care less. I can move a mountain. I could part the sea. I could walk on water, but I still couldn't make. I can move a mountain. Yeah, I could part the sea. Well, I could walk on water, but I still couldn't make you love me. I'll go like that. Or I can't clap or drop my guitar. I have to do the old, old hipster thing. Yeah, hey, yeah, man, that's yeah. good, Pop. Yeah, that's nice. Thanks. Like yeah. I said, don't don't ask me to play any more harmonica on okay. songs. Okay. <laughs> Not that you asked anyway, right? Sounded good, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So I I, I want to say, I I think my first time I met you in person was was when you were doing the Roots and Branches. Mm-hmm. Uh, show and that w- this was back uh, when you were doing them at the KNBT st- uh, studio, studio in the yeah. studio when you first started with Mattson Rayner. Yeah, and I remember Cody Canada, my brother-in-law, brought me in there. Yeah, this I think it might even have been before we were brother-in-laws. We were just maybe Shelby and I were it's just been dating. a while. We did that thing for about eleven years, and we we uh, remember I was so nervous. Well, we t- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going in to a radio station with a guy that Matson that didn't really know me, and Cody was nice enough to bring me in. And then yeah. there's Ray Wiley Hubbard sitting there with uh, too. It's like it was uh, it was intimidating for me, but I was so honored to. Well, you held your own, man. <laughs> you know, you just, you just you know you just, uh, you just stood there, fl- you know, flat-footed and did it. You know, <laughs> it was right. great. You know, it was yeah, it was fun. We were. And Roots and Branches has been a huge part of your life, and now you're bringing it back. I mean, I know you, yeah, you guys we, have done such a great job with it. We, uh, Matt's and I, we're going to do it at the, the downtown social. We talked about we had, you know, we got to the point where we'd done it for 11 years, and it was just great and everything, but then we kind of started repeating ourselves a lot, you know, in the, in, in, the, in the deal and doing it every week. 
So Matheson called me up, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. and said, hey, man, what do you think about doing it? And I said, well, well, yeah, let's do it, see what happens, you know. So, yeah, yeah it should be – it's always fun. We had some, you know, having you and and uh, and Cody and God, we had Randy and, you know, having Billy Joe and Jerry Jeff. I mean, it was some, it was some great, great shows just that were – you know, it was a lot of fun. It, it meant a great deal to me to be able to, to do that show, you know. Yeah, it was a radio show, for those of you that don't know, is a Roots and Branches. We're, we're local, so we, it's easy yeah. to assume that everyone knows. <laughs> but, but Roots and Branches, there's an amazing radio station here, 92.1 KNBT. Um, they were one of the radio stations, like when Madsen got that station, he kind of started playing, you know, a lot of just like, say, at the time, local acts, you know, that became national acts, you know, yeah. and then worldwide acts, you know, and, and, and because Madsen – has an incredible taste, you know. He uh, he does. He, he does. picks uh, what he likes. It's not just uh, and and so yeah, it, it was just that station has really been beneficial not only to uh, a lot of artists but to especially the whole Texas music scene and industry because of, of he kind of set the bar high, you know, playing yeah, playing, playing sure. really good music. And it, it is the old soul of of radio people yeah. that, that plays music because he loves it not yeah. because they tell him this is what he this is yeah. the single or this is what you need to play he, he doesn't care he'll he play whatever he well wants off the record well he's not and he dives it. deep and i love it well he's not in it for the money you know that <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's like i say it's a local funky little station but the people i mean it, it's and it's great he does fundraisers there at green hall where he does different you know uh different uh, b it benefits different causes in Comal County. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's, he's so we're gonna kick it back up and see what happens. It's it's always been my joke to Madsen that hey man, you're you're costing me too much money here because I drive around and listen to your radio station and I got to go buy the music immediately. Yeah. You know, you yeah. cost me so many records I bought because of Madsen and yeah. his taste in music. Yeah, and so yeah, he like I say he's a stand up guy and he does he does so much for uh, the, the like I say the city of New Braunfels and Comal County doing. With the fundraisers at Green Hall, and yeah, so he's he's a good guy. So that's you know, like I say, it's 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 one of the reasons he's done so much. And I said, yeah, let's kick it off, see what happens. And so uh, we're gonna you know get it back up. You know, gonna <laughs> is it gonna be a weekly again? We're or probably it gonna, gonna do it twice a month. Twice a month. Yeah, yeah, twice a month. And, and you'll be able to watch it. Um, I mean, you'll be able to listen to it on ninety two point one. But if you're not in the area, obviously they have the app. Yeah, uh, 92.1 KNBT, yeah. they have the app, and obviously on the website. You can yeah, we had listeners all over, like some guy from Australia would, you know, tweet or something about yeah. it. So, yeah, it, it's, it's a good deal. So I'm looking forward to it, and I think our first guest is going to be you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this Me is, too. This <laughs> is what? The barter system, right? <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> Ray, why don't you come do my show? We well, well, sure, Wade, but... <laughs> Why don't you come do mine? Oh, okay. You know, it, it, it hey balances man, out. You know, it's not barter at all. You tell me when I'll be there. I, I, I'm honored to uh, yeah. to be a part of it, and I, I really enjoyed, you know, being local and 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 hearing all the guests every every night, listening to it. I, I went to a lot of the shows when you moved it to uh, to the to the tavern Everett in the green. green yeah. I, I I went to a lot of the shows just because it was fun. As a like I said, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm a fan of music first, yeah. and I love 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 getting to hear the hear the 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 guests talk about things that, that you don't normally get to hear them talk about. And that, yeah. that was, it was really yeah. like a foundation of this Wade's world too. As I, yeah. at first this thing was just a, a, a reason to get on play live stream in front of people. Yeah. And then now I've really enjoyed just trying to ask questions and things that people don't always hear from. from well, artists, ask me you know? a question. Then, <laughs> <laughs> Are you scared now? No. What is this crossfire? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> no. No, man, I, I uh, just I just enjoy talking shop and well talking that, yeah, music, Me too, you know? you know, that's the thing about it. We had, 
you know, just something about just, you know, uh, th there's that foundation of, of music. And, of course, you know, the, the Texas and then Oklahoma songwriters and that, you know, you have that foundation, that, that uh, bond somehow that, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And play some music, too. Okay, you know, let's do that. You know, we do, we do it a little bit of both. I get caught up in this thing. Uh, I remember watching these live streams, uh, people commenting, like, all right, are y'all going to play some music? Because oh. we get, we get to, I get to talking and hanging with buddies. And oh, yeah. Uh, we, I just lose track of time. And next thing you know, it's, it's uh, oh, thank you. Good night. Two, yeah, two, yeah. Or a couple of people, all of a sudden you catch yourself two bitter guys uh, angry about something in the music business. And we're like, okay, we just went off on a whole other tangent. Oh, yeah. We need to reel it back in. You know, the, th the thing is, somebody was asking me, he said, how's everything going, and, you know, in the music business? And I go, well, the business is always shaky, but the music is always important there for me, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, uh, you know, the whole th creative writing process and, and recording and, and uh, you know, there's something about that that you you do it because, you know, it's not a for a paycheck all the time. You do it because, like, you have no choice. You're going to write these songs, you know, and mm -hmm. see what happens to them. Yeah. You know? You got to do it. You got to do it. And you, I, I've learned that from you, too. I've learned that from you as well. The, uh, well, the next time I'll charge for yeah, it, I yeah. should, I should uh, start my school here. You know, I, I, I actually just handed my son uh, letters to a young poet because of oh you. Oh, yeah? So, yeah? Well, it, it is. It's, it's, it's a very archaic book, you know, the, the, the deal, but the lines in there about to a poet like writing, not thinking about its future and removing your fear and doubt, and, you know, and stuff mm -hmm. like that's really important for a, a – a young writer and an old writer too, you know. Yeah, it's a good good reminder. Yeah. Down there and reread some yeah. chapters and all yeah. that. Yeah. Well, good, good, good. You want to play the song? Yeah, let me do one here. This is a this is a co-write with uh, my wife Judy. You know, it's a oh, we've nice. been married 30 years, and uh, it's the only song we've ever written. Is I did this gig and I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was a it was a rough gig. The sound was squealing. You know, you couldn't quite the sound. It was just really in the and there was kind of a, at the end of the gig, there was a discrepancy in the head count with the promoter, <laughs> you know, because, see, Wade, I have this ability <laughs> during the first song to stand up there and count the number of people in the audience and multiply that by the cover charge and take 80%. <laughs> while I'm singing my first right. song. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a crazy it's ability. Just, yeah, right? I don't know how I do that. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, we, we did the gig, and there was like, you know, it was, it was just, it was like, you know, different in the count. Well, the percentage, the back end and all that. And I went, ah, so anyhow, I came back home, and I uh, got there home about 3 in the morning. I walked in, and she goes, how was the gig? And I go, man, it's a rough gig, you know? And all of a sudden, she just looked at me and said, well, everybody turns a bad trick every now and then. And I just went, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, so we wrote this. Don't get any on you if you go to Nashville. Don't operate machinery if you won't bend a drill. You got to have some faith if you're in a lion's den. Everybody turns a bad trick now and then Club soda don't always remove 
ketchup stains Ain't nothing you can take that's gonna cure a migraine Broken dreams is a premise End of mice and men And everybody turns a bad trick now and then You got to have some scars if you wanna be a poet To get weeds out of a garden wall You got to hoe it Possession with intent We'll get you five to ten And everybody turns a bad trick now and then And everybody turns a bad trick now and then All right Most gamblers know that they'll never break even There's five stages to go through when you're grieving The sword is always bloodier than the pen And everybody turns a bad trick now and then You got to have some scars if you want to be a poet To get weeds out of a garden, Whoa, you got to hoe it Possession with intent, we'll get you five to ten And everybody turns a bad trick now and then And everybody turns a bad trick now and then Dancing is promiscuous after midnight it's better to be content than to have to always be right. You can't fix a broken heart with a bobbit pin. And everybody turns a bad trick now and then. You got to have some scars if you want to be a poet. To get weeds out of a garden, Whoa, you got to hoe it. Possession with intent, we'll get you five to ten. And everybody turns a bad trick now and then. And everybody turns a bad trick now and then Man. Oh, thank you. Oh, sorry, there we go, there we go. <laughs> you, got, um, you got a lot of good friends, and I know you pulled some good friends in on that one. Um, I mean, you, you just have, yeah. you're just, you just meet friends everywhere. Is that what you do? You're just, that, is well, it I'm easy on the eyes? Is that what it is? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but loves you. Well, it's a thing, I, you know, sometimes I feel like Forrest Gump. Just that, you know, just kind of just hang around, and all of a sudden these people are like, oh, okay, well, there's a beetle, uh, you know, and yeah. just stuff like that. Because I, I have Because Ringo was on that song. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I got a Chris Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. I got a eagle, a beagle, a crow, and a was not was, and it's just so <laughs> weird how that happened. I wrote the song and I did a little demo of it, and I sent it to a fellow named Brent Carpenter who does all Ringo's videos. He's the one that introduced me to Ringo and everything. And he said, that's a pretty cool song. And I said, so he played it for Ringo. He just said, hey, there's this song. It was just me and a guitar, just like that. And so I got this phone call. This was about last, a year ago, last November. I got this text, and it said, hey, if you need a drummer on that song, be in L.A. next uh, Wednesday at 2 o'clock. So I flew out to L.A. and went out to Ringo's house. And, and uh, I pull up and uh, with, with Brent, and all of a sudden, he, and he, he, uh, and, uh, he played drums on the track. I mean, it was just really weird. He has a little studio there and in his house about this size. And uh, so I got, wow. And I, I said, God, I can't thank you enough. And he says, who are you going to get to play bass? And I said, man, I don't really know. He said, how about Don Was? And I said, well, I don't, I don't know him. He said, I'll ask him. He said, how about guitar? And I went, well, and he said, how about my brother-in-law? You know, and, uh, you know, because I'm actually the reason, supposedly, that I'm that 
Joe Walsh is Ringo's brother-in-law. I'll tell you that story if you want to hear. That's weird. Yeah. But, so anyhow, of course I did. so he said, <laughs> yeah. So then uh, he called he called Joe, and Joe played on it, and Don was. And I called up Chris, and I said, hey, man, you want to be on this uh, track with a, a beetle and an eagle? I need a crow. He goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he sang on it. We sent, him, we sent the tracks, which you can do that now with the files. Yeah, and so technology. Yeah, yeah, and so uh, that came together, and then actually Brent put together a video. Well, I was actually out there with Ringo at his studio, and we did a video, and I lip-synced it, and then he uh, had – Don was from some other gig and Joe was from another gig and you put it all together it looks like we're playing there you know it's just and so anyhow that's how that happened but the whole album then I uh, I wrote another song and I called up met Kathy Valentine of the Blue Bonnets you know and I said man you come in y'all play, play on this and they said yeah so we went to the zone and they rocked out on the song and then uh, you know then I wrote the song you and I wrote you know and then I said hey man you want to sing on it and he said, yeah. And I said, well, you think you get Randy to sing on it? You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and nudge him a little bit. And we got Cody to play on it. So uh, it's just kind of, you know, the, the last record and this record are just, you know, people or mu musicians and friends of mine uh, that, uh, that I love dearly what they're doing musically. And so I feel very fortunate. They said, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll sing or play guitar on it. Well, you have, a lot of, you have a lot of people that are fans of yours as well. And you have a lot of artists that are fran fans. And then... Um, you know, it's, it, once once you get to know you, it's just a very mm -hmm. easy conversation from the get go. So, uh, I, I can see why everybody wants to say yes. I know I always do. But I'm you've known Ringo for a while now before you he sang on this track. Yeah, I mean, about. So uh, I want to hear this. I do want to hear the story. But well, also, how did you get to know Ringo? Really well. Because I mean, it's pretty crazy to say your buddies with a beetle. I mean, it is, isn't it? And uh, well, you know, is well, this Brent Carpenter, Rick Richards, now my old drummer. We were playing at Santa Monica at the at the McCabe's. And this guy, uh, Brent Carpenter, well, first off, somebody said, hey, it's about 10, 11 years ago, I said, Ringo's talking about you on his website. So I go to his website, and he goes, here's what I've been listening to. George Barton sent me some mono tapes. Uh, but Dylan has a thing. This guy in Texas, Ray Wally Hubbard, snake one. Woo. And I went, wow, because I'd never met him or anything. So the next time Rick and I were playing in uh, Santa Monica, this guy shows up at the merch table and says, hey, I'm Brent Carpenter. He said, I'm uh, bought your Snake Farm album, and I burned a copy for Ringo. I do all of his videos. And I went, oh, wow, thank you very much. He said, Ringo's playing the Greek Theater tomorrow night and wants to meet you. And so we wow. so we went out there, and we actually, you know, pulled up real quick, and, and Brent was filming Ringo live at the Greek Theater. So we went back there, and we met, you know, he said, let's go meet Ringo. So I met Ringo and Barbara Bach, and there were a bunch of movie stars. And so Brent introduced us. He said, uh, says, Ringo, this is Ray Wiley Hubbard. And he goes, and, uh, and Rick, and he goes, ah, oh, so nice to meet you. And he says, Where, where's your band? I said, well, I don't travel with the band. It's just me and a drummer. And he goes, just a drummer? <laughs> I go, yeah. So he starts introducing me to all these stories. He says, this is Ray Wally Hubbard, great songwriter. He travels with a drummer. Doesn't travel with a bass player. Doesn't <laughs> travel with a guitar. He travels with a drummer. He's brilliant. You know, and just, <laughs> it was a drum thing, you know. Yeah, that. And awesome. so we met him. And so anyway, I said, come out and sing on my encore. Help with my friends. And I went, you know, so we... We go to the video booth where Brent's recording everything from this in this truck, and all of a sudden we're sitting there just kind of watching the show. And all of a sudden Brent goes, "Time for you to go." And I get, "Well, thank you so much. We had a great time." And he goes, "No, it's time for you to go on stage." <laughs> I went, "Really?" He he said, "Yeah." Didn't he ask you to sing, come out and sing the encore? And I went, "Yeah." And I, said, I thought he was kidding. And, he, and Brent goes, "He's not that nice." He's <laughs> 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 just you know, which he can say that you know. Yeah. And uh, he said he wouldn't be, he wouldn't say it like this. So I went out there and sang uh, with Gary White of uh, Dreamweaver on his mic, and we did Hell with My Friends. It was just wow. really insane. And so 
we hit it off and uh, make this story really quick, you know. <laughs> so anyhow, about, I'll make this really brief as I can, about three months later I get this phone call. Goes, and I go, hello? Goes, Ray, this is Joe Walsh. I'm in Boston up here playing with the Eagles. On that song, Snake Farm, I know that's a Gretsch duo jet you're playing, but what kind of amp is it? What kind of pedals is it? And I go, well, it's an old Bell and Howell amp that this friend of mine made for me, and it's just his Alan Durham sex drive pedal. And I said, and he goes, that's it? I go, yeah, that's all I got. And he goes, okay, well, thank you. <laughs> wow. And so Rick was trying to say, who was that? I went, it was Joe Walsh. You know, it's weird. <laughs> so then I get this phone call. It says, Ray, that's a smoky. Uh, Marjorie Bach won't let me back in California to you and Joe together because he plays that Snake Farm record all the time. The Eagles are playing in Dallas. Come up and meet him. We got your room at the Four Seasons. So I go up and meet Joe, and we have dinner, and we talk and all that stuff. And then the next night, he, he, he comes and says, let's go to the gig. So I get in his car, one of these Escalade black exit. It's the first time in my life I've ever had motorcycle policemen in front of the car. You know, just these two cops yeah. just took us all the way through. So we <laughs> went and saw the, you know, the Eagles that night. I was there for the sound check. Nobody in the reunion arena except for me and the sound people and them doing Seven Bridges Road. And it was just pretty amazing. Yeah. So the next day he was leaving, I gave it. I said, here, I got something for you. So what's that? I said, here's the Bell and Hell amp I used on Snake Farm. I want you to have it. He goes, oh, you can't give me that. And I said, well probably going to catch on fire because <laughs> so, it's real old. So if you plug it in, make sure somebody you don't leave it turned up. Okay, so that's that. So about three months later, can I cuss on this? Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to do any yeah. really bad words. Say whatever you want. So anyhow, <laughs> so about three months later, Judy's opening the mail. And all of a sudden, she, I'm in the other room, and all of a sudden she goes, God damn it. And I go, what's the matter? And she says, I've got to lose 15 pounds by February. And I go, why? She says, We've been invited to Marjorie Bach and Joe Walsh's wedding. It's a wedding invitation. So, wow. So anyhow, so by that time I called up Joe. I didn't have, no, I called up Smokey. I didn't have Joe's number. I said, Smokey, what's so I did? He said, hang on a second. So Joe comes over. He said, gets on the phone. I said, Joe, I've got a wedding invitation here uh, and from, from y'all. And he said, yeah. I said, after my divorce, I was staying out in Ringo's guest house. And all of a sudden, Ringo comes out, and he says, I want you to come inside and hear this song by this Texas guy. So I go in there, and he's playing Snake Farm for me. All of a sudden, Barbara Bach, who's Ringo's wife, the first Bond girl, comes walking in with her sister, Marjorie Bach, and Marjorie starts dancing, and we make eye contact. We fall in love. Snake Farm's our song. We want you to be <laughs> wedding. So That's a hell of, hell of a wedding song. Had, well... <laughs> So anyhow, did you play it? It should have been their first name. We were gonna play it at the. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's an, I'll make this brief. So Judy and I flew out there, went out there, and had the wedding thing, the reception at this place called Edison, and had had Randolph playing and a whole bunch of deal. And Joe came over and said, "Okay, we're gonna get out and play Snake for him a little bit." And then, uh, <laughs> and so we waited around there. So then finally, he came up a little bit later. And says, "Hey, I've decided to blow off on Snake for him." Says, "A lot of these people I don't like." <laughs> And so we're not going to do Snake Farm, but I'll, I'll oh, y'all play Snake Farm with you at some point. Wow. So, so and you haven't yet, but you will someday. Yeah. So yeah. it would. So that's Man. how all that happened, and we've just stayed, uh, you know, uh, friends. And and they're really the great thing is it's like, you know, with you and 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 
Randy and Co- you know it's a musician thing you know Ringo besides he's a Beatle but in his heart he's still just a drummer songwriter mu- performer you know mm-hmm. what I mean mm-hmm. that's who he really is is a is a musician and so that's it never goes away yeah yeah that's, that's oh, excuse me. I'm sorry I ramble there no that's that's what this show's about yeah. well, I love it I, yeah. that, was, that was amazing yeah Wade's G- world welcome yeah. to Wade's world that's that's pretty amazing <laughs> stories Judy, I know yeah. you have a lot more well Judy, I know you have a lot more Judy lost I think 11 pounds yeah. yeah, so she looked good. We are we are here at my home in New Braunfels, Texas. My guest is Ray Wiley Hubbard, and uh, I do want to. I, I always forget to bring this up, but we are raising money for charity for my foundation here for the Bowen Family Foundation. You can go to the link. Uh, I believe it's posted on the screen somewhere. WadeBowen.com/tips, and if you feel the the need to make a donation today to our efforts, yes, uh, to help our foundation. Uh, we had a crazy, a crazy year last year. Uh, obviously, not being able to do. That's my dogs barking in the background. Uh, hey, shut them up. Um, we had a crazy year last year, not being able to do uh, what we normally do. We couldn't do our events and couldn't raise the money. So, um, pretty pretty frustrating year, I know, for a lot of reasons. So 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 hopefully, you know, if you want to give a dollar. Or a, yeah, a million I'll dollars, we will sure gladly take it. Yeah, be sure. Look, you know, just I have an idea that at a lot of you people, that'd be the most decent thing you've done in a while. <laughs> so I think you should do it. Yeah, donate. what he says. <laughs> Here's a little bit more on the Bowen Family Foundation. <laughs> All right, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so true, actually. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, wadebowen.com slash tips. You can give some money. Ray, you've always been, you've played my fest a few times, festival yeah, a few times. You've it's always, great. You've always been uh, very willing, always willing to, to, to hang out and do stuff like this for all oh the time. Yeah. So thank you. You, thank you, you for that. You I guess it's my turn. Your isn't turn, it? isn't oh. it? Yeah. I keep forgetting to play songs. I know. Just I just want to hear the story. <laughs> uh, let's see. I guess I better... Is anybody out there searching? Has anybody lost their way? Am I the only one who's hurting today? Must have got some bad directions. How do we ever end up here? All this pain and desperation, fear. If we ever make it home, there'll be peace like we've never known. Nobody's gonna walk alone. We'll be leaning on each other. And every wall that we built up high is gonna fall right before our eyes. Love will always conquer hate. Make it home 
there's darkness in the daylight as the devil works his trade he's the first one at your graveside smile on his face but there's a flicker in the distance where a single candle glows and another walking with us who make it home there'll be peace like we never know nobody's gonna walk alone we'll be leading on each other and every wall that we built up high is gonna fall right before our eyes love will always conquer hate If we ever make it home, there'll be peace like we've never known. And nobody's gonna walk alone. We'll be leaning on each other, loving one another. And every wall that we built up high is gonna fall right before our eyes. Love will always conquer hate. Thank you. Thank you. Virtual applause. Virtual applause. <laughs> Man, I'm just sitting there singing the song, thinking, "All right, what can I ask Ray next?" <laughs> oh. I, I do want to bring up you. You um, you find multiple ways to be creative. It, it's obviously in your blood. You you find uh, obviously a fantastic songwriter, but you 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 like to write books and yeah. I, mean, you, I know you were working on a movie script at one point yeah we did it it, it did came it? out i kind of uh lost uh a, a, a part of it we did it. it was called the last rides of ransom pride and i wrote it was actually filmed and uh it was a uh, it, it kind of hollywood kind of came in and messed with it a little bit so i couldn't really uh wasn't as i didn't jump on it like i should have but you know mm -hmm. I, I'd already cashed the check, so <laughs> I had to. <laughs> Couldn't argue with them. Yeah, well, you know, but it was a, it, you know, and like I say, if you can kind of get past the editing and some of the, I was supposed to score it, but it kind of didn't work out that way. But yeah, I mean, I, you know, it was just always, you know, it's that whatever, uh, the, the creative spark, I think, that's within all of us somehow, you know, I'm not like to think it's a divine creative spark, but I think there's that need to create, whether it's, uh, you know, and it's sometimes it's nourished by pain, you know, sometimes, uh, uh, you know, like some of the great writers were also very dark, you know, but I don't think it has to be, but, uh, it, you know, it's, it's uh, to answer your question, yeah, I've, I've tried a little bit of everything. I'm doing a little 
art things now doing little yeah, cartoons. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. You're doing the you art You bought things. one. I bought one. I would, why don't you just call me up and say, why don't you draw me one? I, I would have just done had that. you bring me one so I could uh, I, I well, want I you to sign it once I get it. So. Well, I got it in the car. It's okay, a, good. I'll, I'll, I'll get you an original. I thought they were so cool. I was looking it up, and I, I got an email or something because I, yeah. I bought stuff from your website before, and I, yeah. I get well, emails. Don't from do that. I, mean, I, I love it. I love well, that. You know. Especially right now, we got to support. Where yeah. We <laughs> yeah, well, I started doing these little drawings and of me and a snake, and I just put one of my lyrics on it there, and all of a sudden it – some people wanted them, so Judy made some prints, and we started numbering them like real artwork, you know, like zero one of a hundred, zero two, sign it, you know. And so uh, it's been, you know, I, mean, I enjoy it, and it's people seem to enjoy having them, and so it, it works, you know. It was, was kind of good since we weren't able to gig a lot, you know. Yeah. And Judy, uh, kind of like you know, Judy picks a, a good cause, and we donate to different things, whether it's a wag there, you know, the animal shelter. Or the food bank, she does, you know, we do stuff with like that. Not all of it. Yeah, yeah. Ray, that's, uh, <laughs> and that's all at RayWileyHubbard.com. Yeah. yeah. You can get it all in there. Or RayWiley.com. I don't know which one it one is. One of those. I never, I never go there. Just Google Ray Wiley Hubbard. <laughs> you'll, you'll figure it out. Y'all know how to do that, but I don't know why I even bring it up. Yeah. But his story is great. He has a lot of great stuff in there. Yeah. And your your book, I love it. The title, it's uh, A Life Well dot 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 lived. lived. Yeah. It's you a got great title. A life well lived, you know, because <laughs> a life well lived, you know, you yeah. want to do that. But it's because I'm, yeah, I'm still living it, you know, and it's still, still an adventure. Like I say, man, I'm an old cat, but I still feel like I'm uh, contributing and writing songs that, uh, you know, hopefully uh, contribute to somebody's, you know, with their uh, enjoyment or whatever. You know what I mean? You, 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 you write uh, for that reason. Yeah. You know, see what, you know, it's like see what you can contribute with these songs rather than just what you can get and I've got but I've gotten some good stuff because I've done that but not that's not the reason you know it's like that spark within you 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 got to you create you know right and some but some people like you know to be honest with you some people they they want to create and they do it yep. for a little while and they they just kind of settle into that okay I don't I've, I've got it out of my system thing and you you continue to to stretch your boundaries as far as your comfort level yeah. of what you wanted to do and I, I've always admired that like I'm hearing you're writing a movie script and then you write, you know, putting out a book and now you're doing these art things. And I'm sure there'll be many more forms of creativity from Ray, Ray Wiley Hubbard over the years. I and it's like, and it's, it's really inspiring to see some, see someone, uh, you know, really, really well, number one care that much, but also, uh, keep, keep stretching the boundaries of their comfort zone. Cause it's really easy to settle into that. It really is. It's like, uh, you know, real briefly, uh, you know, I got, uh, you know, well, I actually got clean sober when I was 41, I was 42. I said, man, I, w I want to be a real songwriter, you know, and I said, well, man, in order to write, be a real songwriter, I needed to learn how to finger pick, you know, not like Doc Watson, but I wanted to, you know, I, I just, some of the writers I like, like Townsend Guy and Early Dylan, they all finger pick. So uh, I read the line in Rilke about our fear, and so, uh, you know, I called up this fellow, we teach you how to finger pick, and he showed me some, um, you know, little patterns, and I started writing these songs, and then, uh, and then I, I learned open tunings, and then I learned slide, and then I learned mandolin, got a mandolin, and then, and by learning new things, that gives a song a door to come through that wasn't there before. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If I hadn't learned to finger pick, I wouldn't have got the messenger or, or any of those. And then, uh, if I hadn't learned open tunings, I wouldn't have got train yard blues. Or you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. 
So I keep trying to learn new things, even as an old guy. You know, the old can't teach an old dog new tricks, but, you know, I'm still trying to learn things. And, that, and, that's, and I think that's, uh, it's been good for me. Yeah, well, it's, 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 um, it's a rare thing, and, uh, you know, it's really inspiring. Like I said, well, it good. inspires so many people to, so many of us artists to. Uh, well, it's, uh, you know, it's like uh, when I play, I do, you know, uh, I'm probably r responsible for selling more guitars than like Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton will play like, you know, 10,000 people, and there'll be like 10 guys go, yeah, I want to do that. But I play, and everybody sees me, and they go, well, I can do that. <laughs> I think <laughs> I can do it better, so I'm gonna go buy a guitar. <laughs> you know, so that is that inspiring oh, thing, you know. <laughs> well, you're way better guitar than me, so <laughs> I can't imagine yeah, how no, many I inspire. But you know what I mean. But but you know, it's so that's kind of way I live. You know, you, it's still contributing, I think. You know. Yeah, and you have you have some new stuff. I, I can't remember if we talked about it or not. Yeah, I mean, well, I know we, we discussed. We, well, uh, uh, the song you and I wrote, you know. Mm -hmm. You have a new record off. coming out or it, it'll you're working probably, on. Yeah, we've just about got it finished. I've got uh, other guests on it. It's kind of co-starring, too. And, uh, uh, you know, and I've got different songs with different artists, you know, that are, are doing tracks on it. And we're almost done with it. We've uh, still got just waiting on a, a few people that said they'd do something. And then, so they're just kind of getting the studio. So we're probably going to be out of first quarter next year. You know, we'll cool. see. I hope so. Man, you know? yeah. Did you did you find yourself writing more during this quarantine or st pandemic bit, stuff, or did you bit. find your some people? A lot, a lot of artists I talked to, a lot of songwriters said, "No, I, I wrote less because I just took some time off." So no, I, I think everybody handles it their own way. I got into writing. I actually wrote a song with uh, Randy Rogers on Zoom. You know, and, yeah. uh, and then I sent you some lyrics. We were going to get together, and then I went that way, and you went that yeah. way. But we will. We'll get it. Yeah, but uh, uh, so yeah, I have been writing a lot, and uh, uh, and just you know, I just haven't yeah, you know, hunkered down under the bed crying and depressed you know you just can't because of the pandemic i said no man i'm you know good chance to do something mm -hmm. so uh, yeah so yeah i've been riding and enjoying it good yeah Can we play something well it's my turn yeah, uh, yeah. okay how much time we oh we have talked a lot hey, we're yeah. about out of time aren't I know, we yeah it goes quick uh, <laughs> oh gosh let me we're uh in no hurry man you, you you talk and play all you let want me, let me think real quick let me uh let me do this one this is uh off the album before last, I think. Uh, now let me do this. Oh, hit that. Touch of amateurism, I have. <laughs> it's so appealing. Believe me, because <laughs> there's nothing coming back at us. You can't hear it. We've all done it. I stood in disbelief and wonder when the madness is gonna be done. The grievous tears that come upon me, in consequence, Route 91. Then I was in a studio and once a den broke down, I cried. Voice come on my headphones, told me Tom Petty died. And all the rock gods are dead or dying Seems the whole world is broken and crying It is more than prayers we're needing We're all on a cross alone and bleeding And hey, 
engineer don't play it back this train we're on is coming off the tracks ain't nobody left to sing the blues the way talking nobody's listening it's like we're just speaking in tongues there's a beauty that we witness when we're standing in a sacred place yet looking at the disarray down here you think maybe god's run out of grace and all the rock gods are dead or dying it seems the whole world is broken and crying it is more than prayers we're needing we're all on a cross alone and bleeding today engineer don't play this back this train we're on is coming off the tracks angels when was born with virtue and trust then a innocence was lost burned off and turned to rust we were betrayed by black-winged shadows rising in the darkness at dusk stealing us away from the light leaving broken toys in the dust and all the rock gods are dead or dying it seems the whole world is broken and crying it is more than prayers we're needing we're all on a cross alone and bleeding and hey engineer don't play this back this train we're on is coming off the track Thank you. That's good. That yeah, it's one of those things. Man. Well, actually, I came to the studio at the zone when I heard Tom Petty die, and just man, it just uh, you know, some some songs you 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 write and you really, you know, that that inspiration. You never know where it's going to come. You know, wh what's going to trigger that inspiration and that kind of trigger that song. I mean, and other times, you know, you drive along, and you go, ah, oh, damn, there's a snake farm. You know, so <laughs> you never know right. what's going to trigger it, but you can't second guess it. You know, you just take that inspiration and and go with it and see if it's going to, you know, edit the craft to it, and then you, 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 you make it work sometimes. Yeah, you've always said uh, something something along the lines of write and then re, you know, write when inspiration hits and then rewrite yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, and then like at for it's kind of like don't edit while you're writing. Sometimes I'll work here and I'll get a line and go ah, and I'll wait there and then I'll just forget. Sometimes I just write the thing and then go back and rewrite it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because sometimes something down here may be great and you don't like that. And I wouldn't have got down here if I'd stopped here and worked ah that. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just you know, I do that thing like Kevin Welch. If I get stuck. 
I just lower my standards, round the damn thing, go get some sleep. <laughs> That's well, that's probably did. best, yeah. I overthink <laughs> everything anyway, so I probably should <laughs> heed that advice every now and then a little bit more. Um, Matt, I really want to thank you for – there's so many more questions I have for you, um, but I just want to thank you for, for being a part of it. Maybe we'll have to get Ray Wiley Hubbard Part 2. I'd love for you to play one more if that's okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. If <laughs> you, you need to work today. If you really want me back next time, <laughs> get some – you know, stools with cushions. Yeah, yeah. I'm over here, man. My, my butt's hurting too. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tell you how to run this thing. <laughs> yeah. But I, you all know. right, cushions for Ray next time. Okay, you yeah. remember that? We're here at Wade's World. We're we're uh, just got a little bit more, but uh, we're here from my home in New Braunfels, Texas, with my my good buddy Ray Wiley uh, Hubbard. And um, yeah, yeah I, we, I love I love that. I, I really try try this try hard to make this all about the guests, uh, and I really love them to kick it off, and I always love them to take us home too so well let me do this one do that. this is here like i say you, 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 you never got a few of those take them home songs yeah well you never know when <laughs> you're gonna get that inspiration well woman i love is named ramona she kind of looks like tempest storm she can dance like little Egypt. She works down the snake farm, snake farm. It just sounds nasty, snake farm. It pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. got a keen sense of humor she got a tattoo down her arm it's of a python eating a little mouse wearing a sailor hat that says snake farm snake farm it just sounds nasty snake farm it pretty much is snake farm it's a reptile house snake farm Ramona, how come she works there? She says, well, it's got its charm. There's nothing to do in the winter now that some kid gets fit at the snake farm. I said, snake farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm, it pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. malt liquor and a band from Wales that was called the alarm she said she cried when they broke up she still plays her records at the snake farm snake farm it just sounds nasty snake farm it pretty much is snake farm it's a reptile house snake farm Sometimes Ramona calls me up and she says, come on down here, it's getting warm. She runs everybody off and we, well, you know, it's a 
snake farm. I said snake farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm, it pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. Ooh, here we go. Said snake farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm, it pretty much is snake farm. It's a reptile house, snake farm. Ray Wiley Hubbard, everybody. Wow. wow, that's a good one. You you have a lot of show closers. You also have a lot of. I was thinking about it too, man. You have you've written songs that changed your life multiple times in your life. I, I mean, get, I, I mean, it's so. crazy to think about. Uh, we could do a whole other section on that. I mean, you've written these songs that, okay, that one changed your life, and then yeah. you wrote another one that changed your life, and then yeah. that one obviously changed your life. Yeah, it's amazing. It's how do you get do, how do you keep doing it? Well, I just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still got Tell a me, I'm still waiting on that one. <laughs> I still got a mortgage payment. I just payment. need one. You got like four of them. I need one. <laughs> I got a mortgage payment. I got, I got to do something. Uh, I'm no. so happy for you, man. You, well, uh, I'm doing, you know, like I say, I, I, I think it comes down to being grateful, too, knowing that, uh, I mean, I'm very grateful that I'm able to write these songs and grateful, you know, I'm able to go out and play them for people and grateful that they come hear me play. You know, that's, yeah. uh, that's a big deal right there. So Be yeah, careful I'm what you write. You might have to sing it forever, yeah, right? Yeah, well, you know. Up against the wall, redneck mother. Well, see, that screw was Screw you, we're from Texas. Well, you know, there's there's no accounting for taste <laughs> when you write a song. I didn't say that. Uh, rock and roll, the yeah. ragweed. I like album. that. that but, you know, it's, it's like well, when I wrote Redneck Mother when I was 22, 23, and then Jerry Jeff recorded it on Beaver Tlingua, which is a great album. Mm-hmm. That was the thing yeah. about Jerry Jeff. I mean, he was a great songwriter, but he did songs for all these kind of young songwriters that nobody had heard of yet at the time, Gary Nunn and Guy Clark and doing so. So I was really gracious of him to do that. But when Redneck Mother came out, that was the only song I was known for, you know. I mean, I'd go to these old honky-tonks and walk on stage. I'd go, play Redneck Mother, and I'd play <laughs> Redneck Mother, and I'd go, okay, here's another song I wrote. i go, play Redneck Mother again. <laughs> you know? yeah. So for a long period yeah. of time, that was the only song I was known for. But then now it, it's a fun song. It fits in the arsenal, you know, because of Snake Farm, Rock and Roll, Drunken Poets, all that stuff. So, yeah. you know, and, and uh, so, yeah, like I say, I, I, it's – you got a set full of anthems, and it's really fun. <laughs> uh, it has to be fun for you. I mean, well, it is. It's fun. fun to watch. It's fun to be your friend, and I'm honored to be your friend. I'm honored to call you that, whether you want to call me that or not. Oh, I'm we're, friend. we're friends, and uh, you know, I've always, I've always said, uh, whenever I have any chance to uh, and need any advice or anything, I call Ray. He always oh. shoots you straight, like needing si- needing cushions for the bar stools. <laughs> I mean, that's that shoots you straight. Uh, you're my Yoda of, of <laughs> yeah. Of, did the uh, other guys mention yeah. that? <laughs> no, nah. I don't know. They just care about being on camera. Oh, I'm on camera. I'm cool. <laughs> you guys are real, real Ray Wiley Hubbard. Thank you so much Always. for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for being here, and thanks again to my guest Ray Wiley Hubbard for for uh, spending time helping us raise some money for my charity yeah. and uh, RayBowen.com/tips if you still want to donate. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Go buy his records. Go to his website. Buy his prints and books and whatever the heck else he comes yeah. up with. He's a fantastic, talented, uh-huh. creative human being. So, so lucky to have you, man. Thank you very much. Thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll see you soon. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And call your mom. <laughs>